0: Retail nightmares. Retail nightmares. Retail nightmares.
1: Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. My name is Alicia Tobin. I'm here with my lovely co host
2: Jessica Delisle. <laughs> Y'all ready for my butt? Mm. Hi. <laughs> I normally say hi. (laughs) I don't know why I'm saying. I'm super excited for our
1: guest tonight. Um, He is a slashy. uh, (laughs) um, He is an actor. He is a comedian. He is the co-creator of an incredibly funny show called The Ryan and Amy Show uh His name sounds fake, um <laughs> Mr. Ryan Steele.
3: Yes. How's
1: it going, Ryan?
3: It's great. And I will say, my name is real. I know it's my such a cool life, name. Like, one guy actually, just like a month ago, at my bar I work at, right, he met me, and the guy said my f- full name as they do a lot, and he right away was like, "Fake name, man. What's your real name?" I was like, "No, I'll show you my ID right now." Doug Steele and Louise Steele. Made me. Wow.
1: Yeah. And yeah. it an e- doesn't Doug,
3: Doug Steele? Doug <laughs> oh, He was then. a Taekwondo world champion. Really? He's pretty cool too, yeah.
2: Holy shit. That's so cool. I feel like you suit your name, though. Like okay. you look like you'd be a secret agent okay. or something. <laughs> that's true. I'll
0: take it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like a fancy looking man. Thank you. <laughs> and very chiseled and then like oh. these crinkly, sparkly eyes. Oh. Well, well, uh, and dimples. Can, can I say something it's about that? It's a lot though? at once.
3: I'm glad this is a podcast because. I'm coming down from a Visine addiction right now, (laughs) which I didn't know was a thing till yesterday. And I finally Googled it because... It was a small thing where I just started to wake up and I was like, maybe, you know, I bartend, so maybe I had like five and a half hours of sleep and I had an audition and I'm like, oh, a little bit of eye drops, bing, white eyes, look great, or a hangover, you know, a little bit Mm -hmm. of a thing. But then the last like three, four, five months, this became a daily thing. And then it became like, oh, about 5 p.m. again, I'm starting to look a little tired, i got to go to work now, doing it again. And then Tuesday night at work, my eyes were so sore. And lately I just look in the mirror and I'm like, that's not me. And I Googled (laughs) it yesterday at the gym and it's a thing. It's like chapstick or cocaine. It's like. You?
1: <laughs> They're all on the same level. Yeah, so you
3: think your body will get used to you using something else to yeah. take away from what it should be naturally making. Yeah, like
1: how I uh, eat food instead of having love.
3: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I, I've been twenty-four hours clean of Visine.
1: Wow. There are congratulations. Some, thank you so much. <laughs> I used to work in a pharmacy, um and there are some just saline ones and some homeopathic ones you could use. Oh, yeah, the homeopathic ones are really nice.
3: Really, see yeah. this is meant to happen.
1: Yeah. This is the whole podcast. Oh, Welcome I- to iDrop Podcast, Eye <laughs> <laughs> Drop Hour.
2: <laughs> I can't do it. Like I had, I bought a bottle of Visine when I was fifteen, and I started smoking weed to, you know, so I could be like, "Hey, mom, I'm straight. Like yeah. nothing to see here in these eyes." <laughs> and I never finished it. And then I found it again, like five years later, and I was like, "Oh, this is probably I can get rid of this now." I think because I, I think every time I, something comes near my eye, I just close it, and then it becomes like tears yeah. on your face but they i think there's actually like long-term problems with
1: using those too so it's really good that you're kicking it to the curb Thank yeah you. because yeah your eyes will stop it's like a whole disorder called Sorgen's disorder i think called dry eye. it's a it's an autoimmune condition, but okay. like I think you kind of have similar symptoms after a while where yeah. you cannot produce your own moisture.
3: Yeah. Cause like the last couple of weeks was really busy too with like we had Ryan and Amy shows last week and the week before was Pride. So it's been nonstop. It's been like, you know, that when you go through that five and a half to six hours of sleep every night in a row for like two weeks and it's enough to get by, but it's also enough to look in the mirror every once in a while and go, Ugh. That's
1: <laughs> my whole life. I was yeah. just saying I've not had more than six hours of sleep in a row this year.
3: Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And, and I feel
1: that way when I look in the mirror, I'm like, I did not look this bad a year ago. Uh,
3: yeah, you get to that point. And so yesterday I was just like, I just Googled it. I was like, I don't want to look like
1: this. Is that what you Googled? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yes. And a whole list of things came up. <laughs> but one, one problem at a time. So Visini is it for now.
1: Oh, man. So one thing like, I know about you is that you bartend. And that's this. how you kind of do your life. We, uh, last week's guest, also a bartender. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she had some pretty good stories about rude customers. But I feel like you've always worked. Have you always worked like on Davie Street? No. No.
3: I've done a mishmash. Uh, I've worked. <laughs> i worked predominantly, yeah. I worked at 1181 for 10 years. The bar wow. I've been at now, uh, XY, which is Jupiter back in the day, which is oh on baby in Baby and Butte. Uh, I've worked there for three years, but I also worked at the Biltmore for five years. Oh, wow. I also Holy worked shit. at many bars at the same time. Like At one point, I worked at uh, 1181, Biltmore, and 560 down on Seymour and Densmere all at the same time. But because I was like a veteran at all of them, because I'm old, I was able <laughs> to literally say, I'll work Sunday here, I'll work Monday here, and I'll work Friday, Saturday here. And it yeah. was great because it's just like you come in, hey, how you doing? See you in a week, you know, like take <laughs> yeah. your hundred fifty bucks or whatever you make, and it's it's great. But um, yeah, so it's been a it, I would say mostly gay bars, yeah. But my first bar was Sonar back in Gastown, which was a straight bar I had a gay night, but uh, that's how I got the job. But yeah, it's been a little bit of everything.
1: When did you start bartending? How old were you?
3: Oh God, I was. I was so excited. I was 19. Whoa. And I was working at the Red Robin and Langley.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> and I moved up
3: pretty quick.
1: <laughs> well, they know talent <laughs> yeah, when they see it. There. I
3: was... I was a 19-year-old busser, which I was pretty embarrassed about because like, all my friends were serving. And so when people... I just graduated. So if I saw people from high school, I would never carry a bus pan near their table. I would always be running food like, I'm a server. <laughs> <laughs> Tricking them. Well, it's trickster. And uh, yeah, I started bartending at Red Robin uh, in Langley. And then the Robson location uh, opened a couple years later. And so I, that's right when I was moving to Vancouver. So I just kind of transferred. And then, yeah, Sonar was my first club job. A friend of mine. There was a gay night there, and there was no gay bartenders. And they was like, "We want a gay bartender. It's a gay night." <laughs> yep, makes and that, sense. And that was my like that was my in in the nightlife scene because it can be pretty tricky sometimes. Like, I took bartending class when I was nineteen, and they're like, "Where do you want to work?" And I said, "Commodore," and then
0: <laughs> and it just didn't
3: happen because you need to like know people and you need to have experience. So mm-hmm. yeah, getting the job when I did, I was really lucky. And once you're kind of in, you can kind of usually work anywhere mm-hmm. without much problem.
2: I feel like, yeah, I noticed there's certain bartenders where I'll get to know them like at the Biltmore and then they pop up the Fox and other things. And I'm like, oh, you're just like my bartender. Like you go where I go. (laughs) I like this. Yeah, that's what we do. Because they like, then you get to know them. They get to know you. Mm -hmm. You fall down in front of them. Yeah. You look on their Instagram accounts all the time. (laughs) I know who you're talking about. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, great guy.
1: (laughs) So do you have a a nightmare story for us there?
3: Yes. Uh, (laughs) It was like, I've been bartending for like literally 19 years. So there's so many stories, but like they're not all in great detail because you get old and you just forget. The blur of... A blur. But (laughs) I guess I can call this a nightmare. This is a nightmare story just because he was the worst. Like I literally... I'll start from the beginning. So (laughs) I work at XY Nightclub. On Butte and Davy, It's a beautiful club. It was the old Jupiter, but now Jen McKee, the um, woman who owns it, has transformed. Have you guys been in?
1: I haven't been in since it's oh, changed. Just,
3: it's so nice. It's so nice. And I love working at a clean new bar. It's such a nice feeling. And so I'm there. It's uh, Monday. We had had a couple comedy shows. Um queer pop, and then a later show that Dan Doomsha hosted and it, it were great. Well attended The show. Literally just ended. And also when we have these shows, there's some mishmash. I think I said mishmash. <laughs> yeah. I like um, it. There's also <laughs> a, a variety <laughs>
1: Mellow.
3: of people in Ooh. there. There's lots of men, women, gay, straight. It's a comedy show. Mm-hmm. And I was the only one on cause Mondays aren't that insane. And so the show is ending and I'm kind of like busting. And then this guy comes and sits at my bar. So I have to go and serve him. Obviously I'm like, Hey, what's up? First thing he says to me, he looks around and he goes, not a lot of girls in here.
0: <laughs> and,
3: I, and I said well actually there are like I pointed that Jen Perrin was right over there and a couple other people I'm like yeah there, there's some girls here comedy show just ended it's a, it's a really mixed crowd tonight he goes yeah I saw a really hot one outside in the courtyard on my way up <laughs> 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 i was like okay that's great i'm like can i get you a drink like you i actually think he's been in before and i was like you know where you are yeah like,
2: there's no in the village. Like, there's not
3: like a big you know penis out front <laughs> with like you know a, a gay cowboy or anything it's not that but gay. the
2: crosswalks are rainbow yeah the crosswalks
3: like, are rainbow that you probably just walked by like everything he's
2: probably looking at girl's butt though
3: <laughs> probably <laughs> and like the artwork on the back of our bar is all like male models with, with a white background, it's very easy to just say, hey, I might be in a, you know, a gay bar.
2: I might be gay. <laughs> yeah,
3: and I might be gay. <laughs> so he says it right away. That's the, I'm like, oh, this guy is like such a closet case, you know? And so then I serve him his drink and... I go and I bust more and I come back and suddenly he has a deck of cards that he's just fuck. shuffling through and I'm like, oh, this guy is like layered. Like, what is going on here? <laughs> and he his he had had I'd give him four fifty and change and he's taking the toonie and the two loonies and the two quarter quarters and put them all out on my bar and has a deck of cards and has put a card in, in front of each one and oh, he goes for fucks. He goes, we're gonna we're gonna gamble for your tip. Oh, and I go, I actually didn't hate this because <laughs> bartending, you can like any job, you can get so sick of it, you know. And I'm like, this is the first time in my history of bartending that I think I've had to play blackjack for (laughs) my tip. And how okay, good on you. It's kind of nerdy that you are doing this, but like it's exciting at the same time. So sure enough, we play and I ended up winning a dollar twenty-five. I got two blackjacks. And (laughs) I think that's it. Okay, I'm going to go continue to clean my bar and talk to other people. And he keeps flagging me over every time I come back. So then the next time it come up, and it, he's like, going to give me more. And I was like, okay, well, if I have an opportunity to make more money, I might as well take it. And he's like, whoa, whoa this time you got to chip in.
0: What? what? Yeah.
3: And so then I was like, oh, okay. And so I'm like, okay. Well, I have to. Oh, I have to go serve this person. So luckily, <laughs> gotta go make this girl a mojito, and I'm making a mojito, and I go clear some more glasses, and then he's still waiting for me, flags me down, and I'm like, he kind of like, well, let's go, man. And I said, I'm like, I don't really want to chip in my own money to <laughs> like, you know, to make more tips. I'm like, kind of content with what I make. I don't want to risk making less. <laughs> yeah. And I just kind of kept avoiding him, and I kept doing the. I just was not that busy anymore but you just make you make yourself busy yeah, yeah. oh this i've never seen this back bar look so dirty i better wipe it <laughs> and so i just kept avoiding him and finally i looked over and he left yes. and it was just like those people that's the thing with bartending you're forced to talk to people and encounter you know deal yep. with people that mm-hmm. it's not the you're know, not your favorite Where you're others, trapped. yeah you're trapped yeah
2: you're like, in a little rectangle. Because
3: <laughs> like imagine we didn't have that second comedy show that night. Because if we didn't, he would have came in. And on Mondays, Mondays in Vancouver are not a crazy night. There's parts of the night where I have no customers after the comedy show. And if he came in and it was empty, I would literally just have to play blackjack with him all night. He'd <laughs> <laughs> probably take like $30 from me.
2: I'm totally picturing this guy as one of those pickup artist style guys who are like here wanted to see some close-up magic i always carry a deck of
0: cards
3: <laughs> and then i was thinking and i was really proud of myself because i can be quite like gullible and taken into situations and i was like he's probably he does this all the time he lets me win a couple the first so yeah. that's how he reels me in exactly.
0: and, uh, and the next round he takes you know like two or three bucks in. for me
3: and then then i get really involved and then the next thing you know he's left i'm down 20 bucks and That'd be you know, horrible. He stole my phone or something because I was like, you know, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> <That's> the, that <laughs>
2: happened to me at a job. Someone stole my phone. <laughs> me
3: too. Oh. Really? Eleven eighty one. I there one night. I met these like cool people, and I don't know what. Smartphones were newer at the time. I don't know why I decided to keep it like right by the DJ booth, which is right where you serve people. And I walked away. They even mentioned, oh, I like your phone. I was like, yeah, iPhone 4. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the future. And, uh,
3: and then I walked away and literally they took it and ran. And I came back and I was like, oh, and I had to finish my shift without a phone. Oh, yeah. That's, that doesn't feel good. Did you have a
2: lock on it?
3: I To this day, I've never had a lock on my phone. See, yeah, I
2: didn't have a lock on my phone either. So I was like, enjoy 10 gigs of vacation photos <laughs> of my boyfriend. like. <laughs> Here's a photo of him sleeping in mm. London. <laughs> Any D photos? Uh, No, oh. I've never seen it. <laughs> I've never seen a D. <laughs> You've
3: never seen it?
2: I close my eyes. I am. I respect that. <laughs> no, but I was actually talking about this the other day. Not D, but legs. <laughs> L. I like. I feel like I don't know. He's my husband now. I don't know what his legs look like because he never wears shorts ever. Hmm. Not even this summer because he... Loves hot weather and he's like, this is the perfect temperature because he's a little lizard man. Uh, but whenever I see his legs, I'm always like, oh, that's what those look like. <laughs> like hairier than I remember. Oh. Am I the only one who doesn't know what people's legs look like? Yeah. Yeah. He's also like very tall. So there's like so many, like you can only look at so many parts yeah. at the same time.
3: Well, you're like, what, three foot nine?
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm three foot nine. <laughs> you don't
3: even do look up. They're He's just like right in front of you.
2: Six foot nine.
3: No. Oh, just well, Make you know, it work. How?
2: Do you have a retail nightmare? I have just like a job nightmare. It's okay. not retail, but it happened today. My job now is that I help tenants move when they're being renovated. And it's uh, it's sort of like there's no sort of set job description. Like if someone if I need to take an old lady to go to her doctor's appointment, I will do that. So like sort of like caseworker a little bit like social worker sometimes. And today I have a tenant who has a food hoarding problem. Uh, And we just found her a new place to move where.
3: What does that mean exactly? They they keep food. They don't throw it away. Yeah,
2: she just buys food every day but doesn't eat it, and so there's mountains of food rotting in her fridge and in her all her countertops, and even in her bedroom, I found some, um, and it's a problem now because it's summer and fruit flies and blah, 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 you know, so we found her a place to live yesterday where it's an assisted living place, like, she's, she's an octogenarian, she's, like, it's time for her, and she doesn't have any family, so... Uh, guys, this is a really funny story. I know, <laughs> I know, I know, but I'm getting to the good parts. Um, so she's going to a place where the meals are going to be provided for her. So I'm like, this is so great. You have so much food here now. You can just coast until you move in September and then like never have to buy groceries again. And she's like, I'm on board. This is great. And she's just sort of like, oh yeah, I know the kitchen's pretty bad. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to clean it for you. So I think it was like Over 20 bags full of rotten food I had to get rid of. So I now know what every piece of fruit looks like when it's just been sitting in a plastic bag for maybe six months.
3: the fruit flies in the bag?
2: They're everywhere. Mm. It's like it was thick with fruit flies. It was like the sky was black. I, I think I'm honestly... Immune to that sort of thing because I watch a lot of horror films, so I'm just like, oh yeah, <laughs> there's a bunch of slime and goo. Let's just clean it up.
3: Oh, I have a small question. Yes. Do you know to this day, and because bartending fruit flies is a, a thing too, where do fruit flies come from? I know, like I really, it's like they're, they're already the eggs are already on the food. This okay, thank you. That's what mm-hmm. I was yeah. going to say. I you bring them home they, with they, you. They're from the fruit.
2: I actually, I was, like, very proud with myself. I just got rid of them in my house. Like, I never have more than, like, five flying around at a time, so... It's, That's good. It's not bad, but I just <laughs> I just got really anal about cleaning, I think, because I know this woman, and I'm like, I will not become her. I will only buy the food that I need for, like, the next three days. Yeah, um, you're, like, the opposite. Yeah. There's no. never anything extra
3: here. Uh, I went to Costco yesterday. I literally get a half chub from looking at a full <laughs> fridge. I get, I get depressed when I open my fridge and there's not, like, egg whites and... A box of white wine and like juices and a ton of veggies and fruit. Can you be my
2: personal shopper? <laughs> oh,
3: I just like, I, I I love it. And the apartment that me and my boyfriend just moved into, it's a newer apartment, but it's, they have the last place that I had my roommate, it was newer, but the fridge was so small. In this apartment, the fridge is gigantic. Oh. And I love filling it up. Like, I'll Instagram story my fridge. I've done oh, it. I it's need like to follow fra- you. <laughs> after Costco. And I'm like, I'm a happy man. Like, it just.
1: How does it make <sighs> you feel? Like, does it make you feel kind of prepared for, life or it just makes me yeah like safe
3: i like, like i like to stay very busy and i like to i get very upset with myself when i waste time you know what i mean like yesterday even i had a very small check at my agency because i did Oh, what's it called? Motion capture when you wear like this Ooh. suit and you get to like you know like walk yeah. in a straight line. It was my first time doing it.
2: You were like Gollum.
3: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I had a check and it's like it's on Homer and Davy and then the fitness world that I go to is on Homer and Helmkin and also the Scotia Bank I go to is they're all within like a block of each other. And so I go in to get my check and I talk to the girl at my agency and she's like, I have my towel. So she's like, Oh, you're on the way to the gym and she goes, It kinda seems like you're always on your way to the gym and I go, Because I'm multitasking. If I'm gonna leave my apartment, I'm <laughs> Going to try to do at least three to five things <laughs> in the trip that I'm, I'm going the on. There's no need to go get my check, come back home, only to realize my bank was right there. And oh, I wanted to work out today, and my gym happened to be there too. So let's bang these all up in the same hour and a half. And I come home, and suddenly, oh, you know, like I can watch Days of Our Lives because <laughs> I've accommodated that time, which I started doing to get what. Is
2: Marlena still around?
3: Yes. And now her twin sister Maddie is back. I'm a very like on and off days fan for 25 years. <laughs> Me
2: too. I, I like to have it on
3: in the background. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I don't want to no, really can't get
2: too invested. Yeah, you
3: can't get too invested, but you still kind of like John Black is back, and Roman's here, and Roman? the guy, the guy with the patch, and patch. like Stefano. The Stefano died. Stefano the real oh. Stefano died. Oh, yeah. The actor. Well, yeah, he was old. Yeah. I
2: like how fantastic. That show is like there's vampires and oh, there's, days, yeah. Oh,
3: my god, my favorite character possession. ever was Susan Banks mm. when Kristen would play the double. Yes, oh, yes. me and my youngest sister Carmen, we would to this day, we still, I think, I well, it makes
2: sense that you like those like two characters because that's like the characters you uh, and Amy play, uh, I guess, was, yeah, fair like, yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Days is good because they like, yeah, you said they, they have really elaborate storylines because there's passions, remember passions, yes. passions was too much, no, passions was literally was- like. Like a horror film, kind of like *Fright yeah. Nights*, and Dr- like, you know,
2: Timmy. Yeah, <laughs> it was just like
3: oh, too much. Where days is like that perfect combination of like, oh, you actually care about their relationship, but then yeah, someone's going to get buried alive, and mm-hmm. you know, when Marlena Swamp got possessed, girl. yeah, it's just. It, <laughs> but it's kind of fun. It's just the yeah. It's the right mix. Yeah,
2: I I watched it when my grandmother used to take care of me. She would like watch all her stories. Yeah. But that was the one where I was like, I gotta know, like, are mm-hmm. John and Marlena like yeah. gonna be true love forever, and like Bo and what was oh, wait
1: it? was Bo the one with the patch? Bo Bo, oh, Bo. no,
3: no, Bo is with Hope.
2: Bo and Hope, but Bo is yeah.
3: also with Billy, who is uh, Lee Serena, yeah, who's on Housewives now and looks pretty much the same. She's always, she always loves that little haircut of hers, doesn't she? Was,
2: who else? There was like Sammy. And Sammy, and she, yeah, she's trying Does a lot of she, stuff too.
3: Sa- yeah, Sammy was back for very a while. successful. She stole her sister's baby. But yeah, and then she, ho- she hosted The Biggest Loser. Mm-hmm. And she's on a lot of stuff.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's a gateway, really. Yeah. I feel like
3: having a soap opera job is such a good job because I feel it's constant work, it's constant income, and you can always come back. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah,
1: that's so true. Even if you get murdered, yeah. you can come back. That's like true. it's a storyline. Like
3: some of them are on multi. Like the girl who plays Kristen on Days is also a huge character in The Restless. I mean, I don't know any of this. <laughs> my, my sisters tell me. And. Um, yeah, I read the other thing the other day. She's like, she's going back to days because she has a contract in from Young and the Restless that they have to let her go do the other show whenever she wants.
2: Oh my goodness. Yeah. It's a fascinating world and I'm like really glad that someone just gave me a little refresher on it because I think back <laughs> all the time to like my summers I spent with these storylines. I used to watch Young and the Restless also. Oh really? I yeah. Never... Uh, Alicia, what's your nightmare? Mm,
1: I have a hangover. <laughs> it only hit me right at lunchtime today and I uh, didn't even drink that much. But um, I went to get a salad. I'm the retail nightmare. I went to a salad place near work that I've never been into. It's on Cambie near Whole Foods. I just didn't want to walk ten more steps to go to Whole Foods, and I really wish I did. Mm. And I walked in, and Rihanna was playing. And like when Rihanna's on, I can't really concentrate. Fair enough. And like it's like I can't. It's just too much. It's my favorite, Which and I know all the perfect. words. And uh the salad choices were really bleak. Like I knew no matter what, they're all it was gonna taste like every other salad and it's gonna cost fifteen dollars, which it did. Um, but then the man had a, that was serving uh at the cash was very, very nice, but he had an Irish accent. Uh oh. And it was real thick.
2: And, and you were very distracted. Very distracted, because
1: I like both that and Rihanna. Mm-hmm. And I was hungry, and my hangover hit me all in that moment. And <laughs> I had to order a salad, and what I wanted was the salad that was called the Hippie Dream. But I refused to say it. Yeah. So I ordered a salad that I didn't <laughs> want, because I was not going to be associated with hippies. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and the salad sucked. Uh, and... um That's it. Like, but I could not understand what he was saying. (laughs) And Rihanna was playing. And he asked me the same question like three times. And I was like, pardon me? (laughs) Because the music was so loud and his accent was so so thick. And he's cute too. And I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't Mm. function. It's just too much for me. Yeah. And I looked real dumb. And someone told me today that I was dressed like a sexy, wears Waldo, and that really threw me too. Because I'm like, is this a thing? (laughs) Is that something that I do and I didn't know about? this? Yeah, You're just wearing a striped shirt. Yeah. yeah, I did look sexier this morning too before the hangover. <laughs> yeah, so that was it. I was just like a complete idiot at the cash, and this poor guy is just like
2: here on a work visa. What is the hippie dream? I don't remember what was in it, but it's what I wanted. No, but like in real life, what is the hippie? Dream? Oh gosh, who knows? Just like everyone's got a didgeridoo and they're playing it all the time
3: i guess and you li- live in your van and
2: <laughs> i guess i feel like hippies like most of the hippies are not real hippies and that they've got oh, totally a, a different plan in this city for sure all the hippies are secretly like the biggest capitalists in the world <laughs> who are just like yeah buy my brand my buy my brand i will say
3: about rihanna she has continued to make hit after hit without yeah. having even like beyonce's her last few albums, there hasn't been big hits. Yeah, they've been loved and they're they've great. They've been
2: art pieces. They've been art pieces, and yeah. I
3: love them. Don't get me wrong, but Rihanna but is you're not the gonna only gonna
2: throw it on at a party.
3: Only check out there who's putting out every song, and even I try not to like an album, and then there's like five singles that are yeah. amazing. And number it one, she's
2: really good, very songs. selective,
3: and she hasn't like had a big like breakdown yet. For the most part, you know she's pretty risque. You know she's she, been she does some weird stuff
2: too.
1: Yeah. And she's always seems to be herself, mm-hmm. which is I don't know. She, I really love Rihanna. Everybody knows we that all already, do. but we all think she's
2: great. <laughs> I she's just great. watched the movie Battleship because oh. she was in it. How was it? It was shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think I remember hearing that.
2: It has her and Alexander Skarsgård in it. Oh and my like, God,
3: whose yeah. idea was that? I know. Who like, cares? The, the
2: two most attractive, <laughs> like male and female people, probably at the time when that was made, and it's still bad.
3: Did you no. see uh, Connect 4 the movie with Usher?
2: Uh, what? Is uh, that a thing? <laughs> I was like, I want that. I
3: was trying to think of another board game. No, we well, like Connect was, Four. The movie so what? bizarre
2: to watch. You know, when I totally was like,
1: <laughs> Oh yeah, I heard of that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I never know any of the like, movie talk. We're that. so close <laughs> to that happening, though, for sure. Like, because there's an emoji movie, and they're trying to make like a Fruit Ninja movie. I read that article all well, about. it. Intellectual- the emoji
3: movie bombed. Yeah, thank god.
2: I know. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. Uh, when I don't have to pay money for it. But uh, it was so weird, like, starting a movie, and you know how it usually says, like, Universal or, like, New Line, and it just said Hasbro. And I was like,
0: (laughs) whoa, this is so
2: wrong. And it's got Liam Neeson in it, and, like, you forget he's in it for an hour, and then you're like, oh, yeah, there he is again. The movie's about aliens, and, like, that wasn't even in the trailer. Yeah, aliens invade, and they they, like, knock out all their... Systems. What movie are you talking about? Connect four with Usher. (laughs) Um, Fuck, I want to see that. But yeah, they have to use everything on a grid system. So there's like a whole segment in the middle where they're like A seven, no hit. (laughs) B seven, hit. Like it's the movie slows right down. Whoa. And there are two people in the movie. Who are also in the movie *The Master* that was made the same year, and they both have nautical themes. And I'm like, how did their careers take such an upswing after *Battleship*? Wow. Anyway, fascinating film. I recommend it highly. So, uh, Ryan, uh, I am really looking forward to
1: your not safe for work work story. And <laughs> um, tell us about this guy.
3: Yeah. So um, <laughs> this is this goes back about ten years, and I was my first main relationship i dated this guy who cheated on me so many times oh, but it was like my first love he was extremely attractive and <laughs> I, I was just which helps like l- he was so good looking and he was like i was like in my, the relationship was three years I, I was 26 to 29 and he was literally like 19 to 22 Ooh, so there's a little age difference but like and he just got better looking as it went and then, yeah, the cheating started, but I was just like, I was so new to relationships too. And I was just like, the gay scene, I don't want to say it's different than the straight scene, but like, not that cheating's more accepted, but um, having rules in a gay relationship I think is a little more common where like, oh, well, yeah, if he goes away on business, he's allowed to do whatever he wants mm-hmm. as long as he's careful. You know, like I've heard of okay. this all the time. Yeah. And that is definitely not me, but I, if my friends who make it work, I can only just... Accept it and respect it. And, you know, yeah. as long as you literally are like still in love with your partner that you're with, that's great. You guys make that work. I'm way too jealous. That will never be me. Um, yeah. So, anyway, I did <laughs> this guy. And he cheated on me a lot. And uh, I was validated still being with him. Like, I even cheated on him once to make myself feel better, which I'm not proud of. But
1: it's okay. We all make mistakes. Yeah.
3: We all make mistakes. And I served this doctor guy a few times. And he was like in his, I would say, 50, early 50s. And, um,
1: <laughs> I just mind taking off my pants, <laughs> <laughs>
3: He's just your type. He was like, okay. Looking for his age, I guess. But he was like a really high end surgeon and, um, Ooh. yeah, like he made, you could tell he made a lot of money. He like acted like he made a lot of money and I think I'd served him a couple times. Didn't like him right away because he was so pompous. And then one night he comes in and he just decides to tell me like, um, yeah, I just got back from New York. Yeah. I went to this club where you're only allowed in if you got a big dick
0: i was
3: like okay like i didn't really like i didn't want to take it any further and he goes yeah like you just show up and you have to show them your dick and then they let you in you know it's got to be like at least eight or more and i'm just like
2: what oh. if you're a grower not a shower well
3: i guess you got to make it grow
2: <laughs> you gotta do some pre-planning
3: plan- <laughs> And so he tells me this and I'm like, what a, you're such a loser. Like I didn't ask for any of this information. Oh, you're basically. You, you were
2: just like, what can I give yeah, you to drink, sir?
3: hundred percent. Like, and you just, you have to let it be known that you apparently have a big penis. Good for you. Something that you did nothing to attain. Like mm. it, you were born with it. Like, great. And then, so like, I think the night goes by a little bit and he's like later, he's like, yeah, like I love my big penis with your boyfriend. And I was like, "What?" And he's like, "Yeah, like i I fucked your boyfriend." And I was like, "Why would you say that to me? Like <laughs> I actually believe it because of the relationship I'm in. But like, who are you? Like,
0: what? why? And it that's just like, so, it like, so, that's that's yeah, like, it was so, was abuse. it was awful. Like, well,
3: there's a happy end of the story <laughs> because it really hit me. And I like, obviously told like bartending, it's like any job, I guess too, you have a family, like who you work with mm-hmm. and they're usually, they're all in the same boat as you with like what you deal with. And they, they know where you need to, um, take a, a stand. And, um, my boss banned him from our bar. So, which that's was great. great. They literally told him to leave and never come back. And I don't think he did. So it made me feel great because like, I don't ever want but have to. But he
1: was kind of negging you.
3: Oh, he was terrible. Like, what's the point of that? You've no, already. No, he was
1: probably had a, like, he was probably yeah, trying could... to get you into bed.
3: Oh.
2: He probably And then it your became really, really, <laughs> really abusive.
3: with his big bong. <laughs> <laughs> with his big bong, Yeah. <laughs> Um, Yeah, so that was like. Um, sorry to make it a little bit downer right here, but yeah. no, no. It just it was like a, a horrible part of the job, too. It's just like stuff like that. It's like, oh, again, with bartending, you just are forced to be in mini quick friendships with people. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, even if it's just you know, the ordering of a drink, you have to, hey, how you doing? Great. You know, like, okay, cool. See you later. There's like a, a mini relationship built for a small amount of time. Well, I guess yeah. it's like anything, like a, even a teller, you know what I mean? At Costco or anything, There's a, it's a small thing, but yeah anyway but
2: like and then they're just treating you like a piece of me Mm -hmm. too like and you're like hello i am a human with feelings and hopes and dreams (laughs) like thank you so much yeah i think right before i turned 30 i realized i'm like the
1: bartender does not have a crush on me too (laughs) you know like that's they're just doing their job they're incredibly good at what they do and making like it's okay to have a crush on a server or a bartender but do not ever act on that. That is like...
3: I'll say something from the other side though. Yeah. I think I... (laughs) Because like, I'm now in a happy relationship again for almost two years but like, I've been single for years upon years upon years and... You do the same as a bartender, I think as a person as well too, is that you don't wanna like show you don't wanna show your cards too much. Yeah, and there'll totally, be like yeah. there'll be Pride Weeks where I'm like, Oh, here we go. Everyone's coming to Vancouver this week. You know, like my options are gonna be so big <laughs> and then the week goes by and you know, nothing has happened. I haven't kissed anybody, like slept with anybody. It's been a nothing week because I could never even go out of my box a little bit to mm-hmm. show affection you're, I'm always always playing too cool as a right. bartender okay. so if well, you think, you're also at work too you also at work but like when you like someone you're like and you're single as a bartender like what a great job to be able to go hey you know like here's a shot on me or at least even just kind of yeah. like be look at them you when, tell them
1: about that club in New York
3: yeah <laughs> <laughs> hey, so I always go hey, to hey with club. your
0: boyfriend
3: yeah <laughs> No, but I'm just saying, don't always trust that if a bartender doesn't flirt with you, they're not into you because one, they're doing their job. And two, they're probably just an idiot and they're playing the game. You know what I mean? And the thing about the game is that a lot of people just always go home by themselves because no one had balls enough to kind of go connect for. Yeah. Connect for with Usher.
2: (laughs) When I when I worked at a video store, I had like code names for all the customers that I thought were handsome. Oh, cute. (laughs) And I still every now and then remember some of those names that like my coworkers and I would use these terms and then like I'll see someone and I'll be like, oh, there's Willy Wonka. Mm. (laughs) Not his real name. (laughs) Full disclosure. It was not Willy Wonka. But yeah, I would always treat them more distant than other customers because I'd be like, I totally am not affected by your presence yeah. here at all. <laughs> and then they were like, wow, she's a bitch <laughs> probably. I know. No, I get that. That surgeon man. What a what but a surgeons dirt. are considered to be like sociopaths. Yeah. yeah. Like they've they got a really
1: bad
0: people reputation.
3: <laughs> but like I wonder how he was so successful because too, I also knew that he would like go to the washroom and do cocaine And he's in his 50s, which I think like to each their own, but you should be far past those days in your life by then, hopefully, if that even was ever part of your life. And I'm like, you're a surgeon. Like, I just, all the pieces of the puzzle didn't make any sense to me.
2: I think really most people are like very flawed and broken. And the side that we see of everyone is like just a facade, like 90% of the time. yeah. Uh, My friends who are bartenders and djs and stuff tell me oh yeah like all the people that you don't think do cocaine like they're all doing it Mm -hmm. like doctors and lawyers well obviously lawyers you know
3: who does a lot of cocaine australians Mm.
2: (laughs) because (laughs) cocaine
3: in australia my friends tell me is about 10 times the price oh really so yeah Yeah. they come to vancouver and it's so cheap and, so and they're like, I, I day, worked, Oh, my God. I worked with this one guy, Frankie, at 1180. Oh, he better not be listening to this. <laughs> His name was Hugh. And um, <laughs> he, every shift, was like this. I don't know if that's picking up, but it's me stiffing. And i be like, are you okay? And he's like, oh, mate, I got a cold again. It's not used to this weather. Like, it's August, Frankie, Hugh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway,
2: I like, I'm just one of the most stuffed up, allergic people all the time. And so that's me every day just sniffing, touching my nose in work meetings and stuff. And I'm like, I really hope everyone doesn't think I'm just like, did a bunch of coke when I went oh, to the bathroom. Nobody would think that. Well, I'm also very animated a lot of the time. So I'm like, worried that people are going to put. Yeah, I mean, you not
1: like, let's do karaoke in this meeting or um, tell me I'm beautiful. I
2: did talk about karaoke at my last work meeting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I didn't bring it up, though, so it was not my fault. So, Ryan,
0: mm-hmm.
2: what's your favorite grape? Ah, what's your
0: favorite grape?
2: your
3: favorite grape My favorite grape <laughs> Um well like are the, the, the answers between white and red or No, a,
1: it's it's like wide open.
3: Oh my god. Well, I don't know my I don't know my grapes. So I'm going to say <laughs> whatever white grape that goes into a nice box of white wine because by the last, I would say ever since I started dating my recent boyfriend, he would always have a box of white and red in his apartment and I was just so like, I kind of actually, I judged it for a minute, but then I drank it and no, I was like, this like, goes down keeper. quite well. <laughs> and you go to the liquor store, a box of wine, if you go to the right place, it's usually about 30 bucks. Yeah. And it's four and a half bottles yep. of wine and it lasts up to six weeks. <laughs> but we can polish <laughs> one off in, a far, in yeah. a less than a week. It's
2: never lasted. Um, I've never tested that theory. Yeah, but it's (laughs)
3: It's like, again, because with Vancouver and I guess any city in the world, like, oh, it's so expensive, but you learn where to cheat and you (laughs) learn where to save money and like Box of wine is a great place to start, and like I've actually noticed lately, I think box wine sales. I want to know the statistics because I feel they've gone up. Because the more people I talked to lately in the last yearish, I've been like, yeah, I just started getting box wine. It's yeah. such a good deal. Well, it's and also like,
2: better for the environment too, and it's
3: better for the environment How so?
2: because instead of four bottles, right, you've just got one box that the, you
3: recycle, that you
2: recycle, mm-hmm. and then the plastic inside. Usually- you you
3: inflate and use it uh, in the pool. <laughs>
2: Well, I, once the box is almost done, take the bag out and tuck it into my clothes and pretend that I've got a really fun colostomy bag going
3: on. And bring it to the bar and drink it? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> I thought, I thought that was, that's where it was going. That's no, my stadium. And then I go to the, the washroom and I down a bag of wine No, in the no, the stall. No, 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 no.
2: We do boxed wine when we're on tour because it just like having bottles rolling around in a van mm. doesn't make sense. And. We do like a box of wine, a box of coffee. It just makes sense. It's good for the environment. Tim
3: Hortons box? Or just like cold brew
2: and a Tetra pack or whatever. Oh, so you
3: haven't done
2: that. Save more money. Yeah. Yeah, because especially if you get the concentrated stuff and then you just add water, it's great. But you know all those articles that are like, millennials are killing Denny's or whatever. It's like, yeah, we're killing all the things that suck. It's like, millennials are killing fabric softener. It's like, yeah, I don't need to make it softer. It's fabric. But I think millennials might be boosting boxed wine sales. There, you go. there wasn't anything at the liquor store really that was in a box
1: in the fridge. There was like one which I recognized as a terrible wine, so I definitely they never I know you have you requested them in the fridge. There was box wine in the fridge there. Oh, really? So, um, yeah. It
3: depends on what liquor store you go to too. Like if you go to the one, there's one on Davy that's just a wine store, but the boxes there are like they come to like forty dollars. And now mm-hmm. that I'm a, a quite a box wine guy, <laughs> oh no 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 no, I'll walk down the street <laughs> yeah. to the to the actual BC liquor store on Butte mm-hmm. and buy the thirty one ninety nine. Yeah, uh, box of dry white.
2: Well, if for me, if I'm getting a box, <laughs> if you're going. That's to That's right. The- like they don't have names, do they?
3: Oh well, the dry white's the main one, but they also they have Pinot Grigio, Chardonnay, and Sauve Blanc.
2: Oh, okay. Are you into like Francier or what are we talking here? <laughs>
3: what kind? Yeah, I pretty much drink everything but Chardonnay, mm. but recently. Uh, my boyfriend took me out for my birthday and he we bought a bottle of Chardonnay and right away I was like, oh, you know, I'm not going to like it. It's too sweet. And it was amazing.
2: I got news for you. You're drinking Chardonnay right now. Oh, see, there you go. And it's great. <laughs> That's the thing. You just
3: have to say, this is where I'm the worst bartender in the world too, because <laughs> I... Don't have any like affection for alcohol in the sense of like the taste and oh, yeah. like the kind of no, and where it comes it's from for the process. The
0: effect. I
3: am a I'm a personality bartender. Yeah, I'm, you're gonna come to the bar. I'm good that I'm always smiling. I'm gonna be nice to you. I'm gonna try to be funny if I'm feeling that vibe from you or we can have a moment. And I'm gonna be <laughs> efficient and quick. And if you don't tip me, I'm not gonna yell at you, but I will hate you in my head. Does, or, you like, seem
2: like the perfect bartender. Well, that honestly,
3: because but like here's the thing bartenders take it really seriously and you know what i mean like they get really into their job and like and, and there's nothing wrong with that i shouldn't say because mm. you can make a lot of money at it and but it's just never going to be me and so when people to this day come up and be like oh what's your driest weight i should know the answer mm. But like, I just don't even know what You're that like, means. You're like, you just pointed the boxes. You're like, yeah.
2: one of those. I'm like, <laughs> I, I
3: drink that and I like it. It means
2: it's the one that tastes the least like juice and the most like, oh, my esophagus is on fire.
3: I didn't even know.
2: It's just like less sweet. All I right. barely. See, that's what I thought. Less yeah. sweet. That's what I I barely I know. I, See, don't, that's what I, think. I don't have a, a favorite grape. Too. I mean, my favorite grape is anything that is alcoholic, honestly. <laughs> Ryan, when was the last time you used a microwave? When asked,
3: when asked, when asked, when asked. The last time you used a microwave. Oh, I feel back to listen to your last podcast, and I feel this answers. You guys were making fun of this, but today, like uh, today, so we, it was today. Today, yeah, because we our apartment came with one. Ugh. My boyfriend had like a. What's it called? Like a press one where you put it in, you twist it, and you press it in, and it comes out just the coffee, and you add hot oh, water. One and of those things. Yeah. Like a really fancy one. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I'm more of like a London Drugs, you know, $42 coffee, like pot kind of guy. You're know, like a huge pot drip. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
2: you're a real drip. Yeah.
3: And so <laughs> I, I've i been doing that forever. And then Amy and I had a show last week where we, where we do a sketch where we're Tim Hortons employees and we're uh, unveiling the new dark roast, which is <laughs> so dark that, like, we get sick. <laughs> And so I just had to bring my coffee pot from home and we just filled it with like Coke from my work. Like Coca-Cola, all you need to see is it's black. And so we use it and then I I forget it after the show. You know, it's a good show. We get drunk and then we all go home and I'm like, ah, I forgot my coffee pot. Go to work the next day and it's smashed.
2: (gasps) Uh, oh, co- yeah, whoa. I don't know what
3: happened. I left it in the back. Fair enough.
2: Someone filled it with cocaine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then got rage.
3: Yeah, and that's what happens. But so we've been using the other coffee machine now, but like I today I didn't let it heat up enough. So it, it brewed and then it was kind of cold. So I threw in the microwave and for twenty seconds and that's the last time I used a microwave.
1: That's well, that's recent and yeah. that's a good story.
3: But but <laughs> literally I will say You, oh, that's a lie too. Cause I've, in the last, like, as you get older too, like, I'm, you know, almost 40, you start to think of new ways to, like, be healthier. And I've started meal prepping for, like, the, like, I cook now for the first time in my life, but I only cook chicken, quinoa, and, uh, that's it, actually. And, (laughs) and I add broccoli, but I don't even, like, cook the broccoli. I just take it out of the bag and add it to each little um, container. Um, and sometimes if I'm meal prepping, if I'm at home and I'm eating it, I will microwave the chicken and the quinoa to yeah. make it warmer and then add the broccoli. So I will use my mi- microwave for that too.
2: That's great. And you're eating well. Yeah. I feel like if it comes with the apartment, like why not? You got to use it. Yeah. Yeah. Can, Can we, we come over? over?
3: <laughs> you, of course. Can we
2: have a microwave Your new party? sounds so great. <laughs> Air conditioner and a microwave. Okay. It's time for pop of the week
1: Papo <laughs> the week
2: yeah, who's your puppo
3: of the Week? Puppy of the Week? Popo. Poppo.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> but I'm under, understanding I'm allowed to do this about a cat.
2: Yeah, sure.
3: So the puppo <laughs> of the Week are my ex-cats, Button and Bruno.
1: Good names. Oh,
3: uh, which I lived with for nine and eight years, respectively. They were amazing. They were not related, but... I think I got them both from one of my sisters through like a friend and they, I was like just in my like twenties and I thought a cat was a good idea Yeah, and I had them for a very long time and they were like, they were very affectionate towards each other, which I love. They would like sleep on each other and like those single years, it's really nice to have cats in your bed because at least it's like energy. It's, you know, something and you come home and they're waiting for you.
2: They're purring. But at the
3: same time. They ruin everything you own.
2: Really? Like, my couch
3: is... Were they bad? In the dump now. Did my they just bed... they just scratched everything. And you can't, like... You can get them... Their nails taken off. But that's... Apparently, it's very... It's like... Yeah, it's not yeah, like... Yeah, it's, it's a not, defense. It's, frown, it's frowned defense. upon. Yeah. So like,
2: it's like getting a circumcision at, like, age 40. <laughs> yeah.
3: Which is another story. <laughs> um... I uh, and also one of them got crystals in their urinary tract twice. Oh, yeah. Which was a thousand dollars each time to oh fix. Oh my gosh. And like and even just like the litter and the food alone, it's not like oh you know, it's standingly expensive, but it's it's not something you wanna spend your money on that much. And so I was in a relationship and he was fine with it and we brought them in and then we broke up and I suddenly had to go crash on my sister's couch, which ended up being six months because living rent-free is great. <laughs> and um, But her only rule was you can't bring the cats. Oh, so no. I found a guy to watch them and then... As I was away from them, I kind of decided, you know what? I really want to move into this next chapter of my life where I can buy expensive things and, and not have them ruined. And just like, I don't think the cats, I feel really bad having them for so long, but they could literally live for another 10 years. I was like, okay, so then I found a girl that was going to, her job was to find homes for cats. And then uh, right as I told the guy who, was, who had them that this is going to happen, he's like, I want to keep them.
1: Uh, he's a papo. Yeah. yeah.
3: And to, like, no, actually, I was going to say to this day, I want to check in with him because it's been about six months, but like, literally every couple months he would send me photos of them and they would be always sleeping on each other and like he would literally have facebook statuses how much he loved them he would instagram them and i was not ever jealous i was really happy that they just moved into a great new loving home
1: and you made the right choice for you too yeah Yeah.
3: but now that i haven't seen them for a while i'm really kind of like oh i should check in because he's a flight attendant too so he's away a lot mm, um but
2: cats are like they can look after themselves pretty well most of the time. I left my
3: cats for two months once without any food, and they were fine.
2: <laughs> Ryan, <laughs> that's not true. You're such a name. Get so those true. like automatic feeders though that go off at it. Like you can this program true, them, yeah. and those are revolutionary. I feel like. I mean, I couldn't have a cat with my schedule, but one day, hopefully, yeah, yeah for sure. Who's your Peppo, Jessica? Jessica, Tell me whatever you want. Uh, It's just a quick one. I have had a very busy week, but one day I went to my car and there was a squirrel and a crow fighting over a crust of pizza. (laughs) And it was like, it felt like my own private nature show. Like it was so exciting um, because I honestly didn't know who was going to get it. But then I was like, oh, the crow has wings and it can just fly into (laughs) another dimension. So the crow won and I was in my car and I had started the car, but I was like, I'm not going to start driving because I need to watch this and photo document it. And uh, I'm always paranoid that if I even touch my phone in my car, I'm going to get like arrested for (laughs) using my phone. Yeah, you will. I yeah. want to make
3: a video about that. I told Amy like when you like see a cop in your car and how you like when you're. It's like anything like when you see someone you like. when you when you're trying to act normal yeah. is when you're the least normal. Yeah, just like. <laughs> and but I feel like when you see a cop in my car to go now because I don't have a car anymore. But yeah, you're just like.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> ryan right just did the funniest thing a different person
0: it's so good
3: but yeah i want a good video about that like a quick video like you like you throw your phone across because like they, yeah they like three hundred dollars i think the ticket is no if, if you, you even
2: think about your phone uh, in your car <laughs> even if you actually
3: even if you think about it if you look at the time i think you, they can give you a ticket i know it's really crazy you have
2: to be a hundred percent hands-free but that also means you
1: can't eat like a hamburger when you're driving
2: um well i eat sushi while i'm driving like every and technically day. i think that w- is also distracted driving uh i, I think there's a bunch a- of stuff underneath that i'm only do i only do it when i'm at a
3: light i've been in a lot of car accidents and none of them have been from phone i'm just kidding
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know jerry's still out on sushi while you're driving i eat like a hand roll i think it's fine if you're like eating a sandwich while you're driving as long as you have one hand and it's because you're not like staring at the sandwich while you're eating it like a phone, right? You're kissing it. So it's yeah, a sandwich. I'm just like making sweet, sweet love to the sandwich with my mouth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like a deep French. I, I'm not
1: sure that that's a thing. I could be wrong, <laughs> but it seems like I think there's other things that are, can be distracted. Like I like to read a book when I'm driving. <laughs> like I read when I'm walking. I read when I'm driving.
3: It's pretty distracting.
1: Okay, so that's the end of the podcast. Yeah, I, I didn't do Peppo.
2: Oh no, what? Forget it. <laughs> no, no. <laughs>
1: this has been Retail Nightmares podcast. No, it's, uh, no,
2: it's too late. It's I want to hear
1: your Peppo. My Peppo's Hank. Um, if you want to be found online, how do people find you?
3: Yes, so we have a website, RyanAndAmyShow dot um, But I feel like these days Instagram is our the biggest. You guys thing. are killing yeah, it. Yeah, Instagram. We're very like good at like daily posts and. It's mostly Amy, but our stories, Amy's very good at that. Um, so yeah, follow us on Instagram. It's Ryan and Amy Show. Facebook um, is probably like what I would call our website because that's where we're always uploading yeah. um, content. And you'll see our Instagram posts. Usually we'll share our, on our Facebook. So uh, yeah, it's always just, just look at Ryan and Amy Show. We, we're on Twitter. Like We have a new video now, so I've been tweeting it to people the last couple of days. <laughs> but like Twitter, like... Oh, by the way, I Googled uh, top 10 Vancouver tweeting like people and you were in that it was you one of them yeah good job yeah, thank you that's cool i yeah, obviously I know you're tweeter. amazing but alicia tobin everyone but yeah so because i wanted to just tweet to these people like hey like look at these vancouver middle-aged moms having fun on their phones like that's our new video and so i was just <laughs> tweeting it but, like, i've
1: seen that video it's really funny i oh, fucking so love it much. Yeah, you guys are so fun. You're my favorite mom. <laughs> oh, thank
0: you.
1: Yeah, if you uh, have a chance to watch Ryan and Amy, either live or online, they are so silly. You're like the silliest, most fun people to be on a show with. And oh. like the last time I did, I think it was it was the, the hero show. It was the other one. Sidekicks? Sidekicks. You were in the back room and I was like, man, Ryan should be in the back room of every comedy uh, show. He's having so much
2: fun and you're like huggy and cute and sparkly. And I was like, this is great. I think like you can just tell you're having a lot of fun. Yeah. It's contagious. Yeah. It's, well, it's fun I love too. It.
3: Like it's such a fun little like we always, me and Amy always talk about like the, the comedy community in Vancouver is so amazing. And the China Cloud is so amazing. Yes. And um, I'm not like as much involved at uh, Little Mountain yeah. gallery but like that's another I would assume exactly the same kind of vibe you know I mean, it's a family and it's great people and it's a lot of magic happening there and like I just would love one day if like a short film were, or like you know a documentary were to be made about any of these places or even just the Vancouver comedy scene in a whole yeah, totally. maybe other cities can say this I don't know they but I can't just,
1: there's something really special I've, here and
3: I'm, I'm the same and I feel like because Vancouver is not like Toronto or New York or Chicago or anything like that we are a little bit underutilized you know what I mean there's so <laughs> More much time
1: to make up stuff yeah and so-
3: <laughs> <laughs> definitely there's there's something here that hopefully finally gets tapped into sooner than later but for now this is great all supporting each other how and, did
1: you and Amy meet when did you start performing together
3: I, I started comedy very late I started comedy at 29 um, and I started at a bar I worked at 1181 and I had been doing the Ryan Seal show for l- literally just six months and it was just a high school friend and a couple other, a, a girl that wasn't even a comedian. My my, the door was open to anybody who wanted to come <laughs> and perform at this show. I had cat of the month. I had like
0: it's like Papa of the
1: week. It was very
3: similar to the show. Actually, it's it was, funny it how was you just, didn't get that
1: concept. It was just
3: <laughs> fair enough. It was a very open door show. It was just like we just wanted to make you laugh, and but it was sketch based. And Amy came into the bar one night when I was working with her brother, who's also uh, homosexual, and um, they came in and. There was literally no one else in the bar. And so we just got to talking and uh, I I went up to her and I I was like, oh, do do you want another kokanee? And she's like, yeah, I actually wanted one five minutes ago when this one fucking was empty. (laughs) And I was like, she said it in a way that I like paused for a second and then died laughing
1: because I got it.
3: And we we just really clicked right away. And then we kind of got to know each other a bit just through MySpace. Oh and, my gosh, um,
1: so cool. Yeah, so I, I
3: let her know, like, hey, I actually just started doing a comedy show. It's the last Tuesday of every month. Come check it out. She did. And I was like, well, do you ever want to be a part of it? And she literally had done no comedy, like no acting. She's like, I do an impression of Monster, like the movie. <sighs>
0: That's so
3: funny. <laughs> yeah, and she, but she'd only ever done it for her family and friends. And it's Eileen <laughs> Warnos. It's a very dark subject, to yeah. be honest. And we've got, we've Did she already it up. have the teeth? Uh, yeah. yeah. she did everything.
0: <laughs> She's so committed.
3: Yeah, and she, she came and did it and knocked it out of the park and it was it just went from there. Like she like, it was still the Ryan Still show for the next three years, but she was like, I wrote for her. Like I was just like, Oh, I love this woman. She was just like so fun to see how she could take something off paper and make it so amazing. And then the Ryan Still show ended and we chilled out for a sec. We just kinda kept making her videos and then I'm like, Do you want to do a Ryan and Amy show? And that was about six years ago at um, Oasis, I think was our first show above uh, Denny's there on Thurlow. And um, yeah, that's just grown into like what it is now, you know? I'm
1: really happy that you guys did like the hero show and those shows too, because we would never have crossed paths, really. Like, I feel so lucky. I've laughed so hard at you guys. And Monster is the first time I saw Amy perform, and I was like, who the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> I already knew you, so I was like, who the fuck is this person I've never met? Because women in comedy, there's, like, in Vancouver, you know, there's this, uh, a li- more limited amount than there are men.
3: Yeah.
1: Also, queer performers often don't work the same rooms that straight no. performers do, because they're not inclusive rooms, and they're not safe spaces, and they're not, they're not fun. Yeah. Uh, so, like, it's really, man... Uh, your Instagram keeps me going. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, there is many laughs oh, every week. Pretty,
3: we have a new monster video coming out next week.
1: <laughs> and when monsters the uh, traffic, never mind. We'll yep. talk about when Amy's on the show. <laughs> Ryan, uh, you have been a joy. Oh, thank uh, you. you should be on all the podcasts. You are a god, and you are sparkly and lovely, and so nice to be around. Um, <laughs> Jessica, <laughs> I am just gonna get my dog to stop barking. <laughs>
2: uh, yes, this comes out. I think the first week of September. Uh, oh, I'm back to school. Yeah. I'm finally in grade
3: 12. A little Instagram story.
2: Hey. We're currently hey. on Instagram. Hey. What up? Here's Hank.
3: Retail nightmares.
2: <laughs> There's Hank. Hello. Oh, my goodness. Everyone can see my terrible coffee table right
3: now. What up? <laughs> no, it's good. The, the chair looks amazing.
2: So, this comes out the first week of September. Uh, do you have anything to plug then?
3: Um. No, no, Amy's actually. We we just had shows last week because Amy's on her way to Croatia and Italy, and then I'm going to Peru in September. Wow! So we're gonna take a little bit of a I love Brazil. Right
2: now. <laughs> Are you going to Machu Picchu? <laughs> yes. Really? <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh!
3: We've done it. Oh, you know, we were just we finished the plans last night. We're doing my friend's aunt has a house just outside of Lima, so we're doing five days, and then we're doing a Machu Picchu, and we're doing an uh, an Amazon ayahuasca tour. Oh
2: my wow. gosh. And then, we oh. have to have you on after you've yeah,
3: been. <laughs> I honestly, like, I'm quite excited. Actually, you're gonna like, be
2: so cosmic. <laughs> I feel
3: like I always say because I started comedy at 29 and now I'm 39. I feel there's something, in, maybe I'm just in my head, but I feel like there's something about I'm kind of at a point in my life again where I'm like, okay. I want change, like I wanted. Yeah, yeah. the cycle so,
2: needs to renew. So we'll see what
3: happens. You have to I burn mean,
1: your old self down. Yeah.
3: yeah. So I'm hoping it's a good experience. I'm hoping it kind of like opens some doors in my head because you know how you can get kind of stuck.
2: Prepare uh, to barf a lot. Right yeah, here. that's what
3: I've heard. Yeah. yeah. But um, I'm also yeah excited. I'm doing it with some great people and whatever. Um, that's so yeah, I'm so quite exciting. excited. So yeah, nothing to plug, but just like we have new content coming out and
2: yeah.
3: Oh yeah, like I said, new monster video, and we have. <laughs> <laughs> we recorded our last show, so we'll probably upload a lot of the sketches. And yeah, just regardless of where we are in the world, our Instagram, we're we're pretty good every day. Of p- pumping yeah. Out content yeah, you
2: guys yeah. are amazing. It's like.
3: It's also a
1: religious experience. Yeah, like
2: (laughs) your friends dressing up like mom. That's my kind of religion, (laughs) honestly. Yeah,
3: it's it's the yeah, it's my favorite character. Just
2: like my favorite, my favorite part is just like the little lump in the front of the jeans, Mm -hmm. like that little (laughs) bump.
3: I will call it a fupa. There's another word I like to call it, but it's not the name. Fupa. Gunt.
2: Gunt is the word. We've talked about Gunt on the podcast before, so yeah. No, I love it. That's like the most relatable part for me. <laughs> perfect. It's a great. It's
3: just like you got to be careful. You got to make sure it's a nice round. Yeah, it shape. has to be Sometimes perfect. Mine's a little bit lumpy. Or Amy, Amy's, <laughs> it can happen Amy, Amy dances it. a lot in the live show, and her football will literally fall down. It's fall down one of her <laughs> leg legs. And then, but it's just she's it's so great. If you're good at it, you can make turn it into a bigger laugh than what it was. Yeah, so she's that got she's a, literally pulling her gun. A back leg up, goiter. Or whatever. And the whole audience <laughs> just went crazy.
2: I yeah. like how they're different, too. The moms? No, the food Oh, the Fubas. oh. <laughs> and you both have different yeah. shapes. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So um, if you love the
1: podcast, uh, you can donate to our Patreon account. Uh, that money goes to pay for drinks for our guests uh, and our editor and uh, dog food and vet bills. And Jessica's really into Beanie Babies. Yeah. Beanie Babies. They're called
2: Beanie Buddies now. Beanie Buddies. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> If you can't afford to donate, we would definitely not want you to donate. Uh, But if you want to give us a five-star rating on iTunes, that would be awesome. Um, We hope that you have an amazing week. And thank you so much, Ryan, for being on the podcast. You're a joy. Thank you so much for Jessica for being very great. And thank you to Hank for not barking the whole time.
0: Bye.
1: Bye. Bye. I
2: love you all.